Welcome back to another episode of Bitches and Stitches. I'm one of your hosts, Danielle. And I'm Lou. And today we're doing part numero dos <laughs> to Disney conspiracy theories. You guys loved it. We yeah. loved it. So we were like, let's just do a part two. I had a great time doing it, but this part two is going to be a little bit different. I love it. We're, we're putting a twist on it. Okay. We're going to be talking a lot about the Pixar theory. Love that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I, I was mind blown when I was doing the research Yeah. and I was just like, whoa, this well, is I, awesome. Well, I think it's cool that I don't, I like, you, you haven't really given me too much. No, I have but not. But you did say you were going to kind of take over the episode and I was like, girl, yeah. do it because I am not in the mood today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Danielle and I both always have our days mm-hmm. where it's like, one day we'll be recording and she'll be like real hype. And I'm like, I don't boom, fucking feel boom, like doing boom, this shit. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just my, my day. And yeah. My doctor's visit. So. Yeah. So we posted on Instagram follow that Danielle. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram. We posted on Instagram that Danielle is a 10, but she doesn't listen to people when they tell her to go to the doctor. Um, she finally listened. And uh, she's got bronchitis and pneumonia. Yeah, Double and I only I only listen because I have like debilitating chest pain now. So yeah, we get that's cool. Well, at least it was you know your EKG was good, all of that. You just mm-hmm. got to take your meds, get back, and get fighting. Boom, boom, boom. Fight that shit off, and you'll yeah. be good to go. But thanks to everybody who's like reached out to me and stuff. That's really nice. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I've been walking around with pneumonia for like three weeks now. So I'll be good. I'll be even better now that I have medicine. So this is true. This it's is all true. Good. Can't believe people used to die from pneumonia. <laughs> I mean, First they off, still do. Let me, yeah, I was just gonna say pause real quick. Like, yeah, pneumonia was like the COVID. Yeah, like you for just a while. like oh they died of pneumonia. What? They, like they died of dysentery. Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, bitch. How well, do you die from shitting too much? <laughs> oh my god! Look, when you have a stomach bug and all you're doing is shitting, you can probably understand. I, I feel like they, I'm fucking dying. I think they died of like dehydration, probably, and like bad water, not poop, <laughs> not shitting. Oh my land! Shitting was just a fucking side effect. Yeah. <laughs> So, anywho, Lou, why don't you <coughs> kick it off? I think we've agreed that I'm going to butt in every now yeah, and then. Yeah, so Danielle's going to butt in. She's got some conspiracy theories about a few of the movies that I'll be talking about. We're going to be talking about quite a few, so y'all... Buckle up, buckle bitches. Up. How did you know I was going to fucking say that? Because one mind. <sighs> Jesus. Buckle up. It's going to be a It's going to be a long ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride, too. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have some cushions. Yeah. So, as I said, we're going to be talking about the Pixar theory. Sorry, I figured I'd do it now. You know. Pop that bitch. Pop your bottles, y'all. Take a sip. Danielle and I are about to take a sip. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <sighs> All right. See, I can't be that sick. I bought a whole pack of Truly. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. All right, so as we said, we're going to be talking about the Pixar theory. Now, I do want to get into how I found out about this. Um, I had never heard of it until I kind of did some research last week for our first Disney conspiracy theories. I saw it mentioned. It left my mind. I completely forgot about it. Then I was at work and I was talking to Justin. Shout out to Justin. And he was like, Sup, Justin. <laughs> Sorry, dude. She definitely dissed him today. <laughs> I on didn't the phone. know you had me on speakerphone. 
So thank you. But anyway. Um, and it was a joke. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a joke. joke. <laughs> it was a joke. But he was very serious. He was like, no, seriously, it is worthless. Jesus. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to Justin. He was he kind of reminded me, gave me a little fire and was like, you should do the Pixar theory. And I was like, well, what the fuck is a Pixar theory? And he starts explaining it. And I'm like, hold up. We're, let, let me look this up because you're kind of confusing me but i feel like you're talking a whole bunch of bullshit right now (laughs) (laughs) i was like hold up wait a minute (laughs) and then the the crazy thing is when i was doing this research i will say i literally looked up the pixar theory i googled it there's a whole website i know and it takes you step by step i love it oh my god so let's get started all right we'll get started so let me first explain what exactly the pixar theory is uh, wow <laughs> i had to burp i'm sorry that was a major one she's a 10 but <laughs> she nasty no, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh now you try and get payback <laughs> all right so the pixar theory is a theory that all of the movies and shorts from pixar animation studios and disney are secretly in one universe they're intertwined Really quick, yes. can I tell you something? Yeah. Since you said Pixar shorts, that one with the pit bull and the little kitty cat, I cannot watch. It makes me cry. I've never seen it. I haven't seen all of the shorts. Oh, my Luca, God. I loved Luca. Luca wasn't a short. It was a whole ass movie. Wait, was it? Yeah. Wait, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Oh, there is a short called... That's based with Luca. Yeah, and they're on the moon, and there's stars and stuff. I don't know about that. Oh, my God. But the pit bull and the cat, I've seen it one time. It made me cry. Oh, my gosh. And then there was this one time I was, like, super fucked up, and there's this other Pixar short, and it's about those those um, those little birds that, like, I guess... They're not seagulls, they're, but they're like a beach bird, and they run out, and they they get the little crabs under the water and stuff. I'll have to get the name of it, but I was it super- It sounds like seagulls. I was super fucked up one night, and uh, Jeff and I were just watching Pixar shorts for whatever reason, <laughs> and I just started bawling my eyes out, but I was, I was happy. Like, I was so happy, and I was like, this is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> i'm an emotional bitch that actually <laughs> sounds really fun just having a night just watching shorts yeah when like you're, especially when shorts. you're especially when you're fucked up yeah not the pitbull one though oh my god i'm I watched, gonna play that i watched that completely sober i cannot it's it's terrible the, the pitbull's in a dog don't fight. tell me okay. don't tell me i'm gonna watch it okay all right tell the people because they might want to know and not watch it go ahead the pitbull's in a dog fighting what so like he he gets like like there's this little kitty cat and it's like almost like a junkyard and it's like scrounging for food and stuff and then the pit bull you you can tell it's in like a a dog fighting ring essentially and like the owner like it I guess it loses and like the owner kicks it outside and is like yelling at it and all this stuff and the dog's hurt yeah and like. Like, it's face, it's paw, like, all this stuff. Oh, my God. Dog's hurt. And then um, the cat goes to, like, run away. Because every time the dog has seen the cat, the cat, like, hisses and runs away. <laughs> and um, That sounds like me when I see men. And then, like... <laughs> 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 oh, he goes... 
(laughs) (laughs) And then, um, but then finally the cat like sees that it's hurt and goes up to it and they become friends and then they escape together. So there's a happy oh, ending, it. but like so at the same cry? time, because uh, I, I mean, I used to have a pit bull. I really know the stigma that people have with these dogs. There and is everything. a very big stigma. And it just, it makes me very sad. So that's understandable. Yeah. Rest in peace, Anouk. Oh, sorry. Mm. We have to give him a shout out. Her. Her. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I said him. <laughs> we have to give her a shout out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anywho, keep going. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm buckled up, bitch. All right, let's make sure I'm buckled up, bitch. You know what you haven't had in a while? Your Squishmallow. What the fuck, oh, it's dude? Right here. Hold on. She's got to get her Squishmallow. It's That's right like her support. That's my support, support animal. <laughs> support, <laughs> like, <laughs> pillow animal. <laughs> Hold on. All right. The dick's in the closet, though. The dick oh, mallow. I, okay, I didn't know if you were going to bring out the dick mallow or... I don't even remember what we called this one. It's, the, it's a... Well, we named pig. it. We named it, though. No, I don't think we did. Unicorn pig. Pig pig corn. Pig. <laughs> po- a poonicorn. A poonicorn. <laughs> Let's go All right. with that. So, the Pixar theory. We're going to start way at the beginning now these movies all we're gonna travel back in time in the beginning in a world (laughs) (laughs) so all of these movies kind of came out at different times in our lives right of course you know whatever 1998 or 2007 whatever the case may be we're gonna start in the beginning of the pixar theory world timeline and this is between the 14th and the 15th century. We're going to talk about Brave. Still haven't seen it, Kelly. Super sorry. <laughs> Shout out, Kelly. She's going to watch Brave. I, I told you we were going to watch it the other night. We told all the listeners, but it, it didn't happen. She's going to watch it, though. Don't worry. Look, I'm a tired bitch. I've been yeah. walking around with pneumonia for three weeks. <laughs> now this bitch is going to use that for everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So 14th to 15th century Brave. So it all starts with Merda. 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 I'm probably still not even saying Merda. it. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'll pick up on it. So it all starts with her discovering the Will of the Wisps, which we talked about last episode, mm-hmm. which is magic. The magic turns her mother into a bear. This magic is why animals and inanimate objects, brooms and tools, behave like humans. Magic was utilized by a witch. Who mysteriously vanishes through wooden doors. Boo! All right. Yeah, we talked about that too. (laughs) Eventually, the magic from the Will of the Wisps would lead to the birth of superheroes. No. Magic, baby. Come on now. Superhero. Okay. Superheroes. All right. This leads us to the 1950 and 60s, which brings us to The Incredibles. Okay. One of my favorite movies, by the way. Love The Incredibles. Great movie. I okay? went on a date with someone once when Incredibles 2 came out, and he was, like, psyched out of his mind. I was, too. Yeah, it's but The like, Incredibles. Yeah. We, we waited saw, years. We went and saw The Incredibles 2 together. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm not going to shout him out, because... <laughs> anyway. All right, so <laughs> let's... You know, this. like I said, this leads us into The Incredibles, where... Sorry. Okay, Super. <laughs> Through you're, the mouth. You're a gassy bitch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, this is where superheroes maintained order in the world. But Buddy, if you remember who Buddy is, he was a wannabe superhero. Anyway, he created two things for the demise of superpowered humans. One was the self-serving AI bots like the Omnidroid. And he also created the high-tech zero-point energy or electromagnetic energy that exists in a vacuum. Okay. This is the pivotal moment where we see machines eradicating their only threat. Supers. Superheroes. Whatever you want to call them. Eventually, toys start to absorb and draw their powers from zero-point energy, unseen energy that travels in wavelengths. Where are you at right now? You trying to take it all in? I'm trying to take it all in, and I feel like <clears throat> Toy Story's next, if I had to make a guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> this brings us to the years 1997 and 1998. Shout out 1998. That's when I was born. Oh, bop, bop, bop. Toy Story. Zero. I Shut was in my, my fourth grade. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> no, you're not. So, yes, you were right. It brings <clears throat> us to Toy Story. Um, so I'll go through this. So the first signs of life from toys are now present due to syndrome's technological prowess. Toys, sentient objects, come up with a code of rules and learn that human love is another energy source upon which they thrive. Yo, stealing love. <gasps> These toys, like the screams in monsters. Stop Z. it! We're gonna get Bitch. there. Okay, keep going. These toys discover what happens to toys that are isolated from humans. I do have a theory on. Um, I mean, the theory continues. The next one is 1999, which is Toy Story Two. Mm-hmm. So. The toys discover that it is dangerous for them to be isolated from humans. We start to see inanimate objects question their purpose in life. For example, Jessie resents her owner, Emily, for abandoning her. Resentment towards humans was not only carried by inanimate objects, but by animals as well. Whoa. So real quick, I do have uh-huh. a theory on... on um. It's more towards Toy Story 2, and you brought, you kind of segued into what I was going to talk about. Okay, okay. So, there is a theory that Jesse, who we meet in Toy Story 2, is not a huge fan of people. She carries Uh around some resentment because she once had a girl who loved her before growing up and leaving her behind. Right. Um, So, the scene in the movie is very heartbreaking, Uh, But it gets worse when considering that, based off of this theory, Andy's mom might be the girl he used to play with, Jessie. Oh, shit. So, when you first see Andy in Toy Story 1 playing with Woody, he has that red cowboy hat on. Mm -hmm. And during that flashback that Jessie has and in the little girl's room, that same red cowboy hat is sitting on the end of the bed. What? Mm-hmm. So Andy's cowboy hat. There's a theory that like, and that that hat was Andy's mom, and she, and she passed, passed it, it down to him. Oh shit! Yeah, that is loaded. I mean, okay. <clears throat> I know oh, we fuck say these that are. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we say these are theories, but 
that's pretty th- this is my thing if there is picture evidence mm-hmm. photographic i'm sorry photographic evidence mm-hmm. then it happened yeah if she was a baby and that hat was in her room and now it's on jesse's head no i mean well, sorry andy's <laughs> head jesus andy's head mm-hmm. th- th- had to be it yeah i i think that theory Shit. i think that there's some some weight to that theory so, I mean, granted, okay, how many of those hats were probably made? But it's Pixar, and these things are constantly, like, related to each other. I mean, you're yeah. literally going through the Pixar theory. So even It these, could have been a brown hat. Even these sub- exactly. Even these subtle hints of, like, the same hat that Andy wears when he's playing with Woody... Right, the same hat that is in Jesse's flashback when she's like in the girl's empty room and the the red hat sitting on the end of the bed. Right. I mean, uh, to me, that's not a coincidence. Oh no! Like it was all connected for sure. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, and and then that could make sense with what the the last thing that I just said, which was that resentment towards humans was carried by these inanimate objects, which were toys. Mm -hmm. I mean, so Jesse had the resentment, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you remember, I mean, Toy Story got so sad when Andy left and, and just abandoned all the toys and they were just, they were almost lifeless. Yeah. So it makes sense that the energy Mm -hmm. that they experienced and they're like because revived of the- again when Andy gives all of the toys to that yeah. little girl. Can we talk real quick about yeah. like one of the saddest moments in Toy Story? I think it's three. Is that the one where they end up at the daycare? Oh, I haven't seen it in forever. It, it three, had to have been. Three or four. Yeah. Um, the uh, Is there a Toy Story 4? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I, don't, I think it's just so three. Whatever, it's got to be three. Whatever one is you know where they're at the daycare and then somehow they all end up like in that uh trash compactor thing oh and then all of a sudden they all think that they're gonna die and they all grab hands yeah like all reach across and start grabbing yeah oh yeah it was the so like they yeah they end up on that garbage truck and that fucking bear is trying to from the daycare who's like the leader is trying to kill them yeah 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 so anyways that is like one of the saddest like most heartbreaking breaking moments because you're like oh fuck they're all about to get burned but can we talk about and they all grab each other's hands like we're ready we're gonna die together like we've grown up together we're gonna die together we talk about how beautiful that is a beautiful moment i mean geez pixar killing it shit (laughs) wow all right all right so you know that segues so that was in 1999 was when toy story 2 came out Okay. I didn't even realize it was so long ago, yeah. honestly. Jeez, it, it feels mm-hmm. like just yesterday. So now we're headed to 2003. Oh, good year. Can you guess what came out in 2003? Finding Nemo. My ha- did favorite, you see? No, my favorite Pixar movie. Okay, all right. There you go. Yeah. yeah we're, so Finding Nemo. So we're going in the ocean, obviously. Mm-hmm. So in the ocean, we find that fish are incredibly advanced. They have schools a network, and even a freeway system. Mm-hmm. If you get in the way of that freeway system, you fucked. Okay? Yeah. Better watch out. Anyway, so we discover that humans... You know you watch <laughs> out. I don't know why. Keep going. We, so we discover that humans are polluting the earth and experimenting on them. Dory was one of the animals that was experimented on, which is why she is forgetful. <gasps> I fucking love Dory. Yeah, she, she got some <laughs> fucked up shit done to her. Yeah. I mean... Hi, my name's Dory. I have short-term memory loss. 
<laughs> P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. P. Sherman. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> I didn't hear you. <laughs> I fucking love oh my Finding God. Nemo so much. Anyway, all right, we'll, we'll continue. But I do have a theory about Finding Nemo. Do you want to s- jump in? Yeah, and- jump in. Go okay, ahead. So- I can finish in a minute. So, wait, were you done with Finding Nemo? No. Oh, okay, go. Okay, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, so she's forgetful because of all the experimentation that the humans did, right? Mm-hmm. So there are signs of resentment growing towards humans for polluting the environment, stealing fish, and caging them. So then animals begin to be more curious and carry more humanistic characteristics. Oh. I mean, if the, if the freaking humans are capturing them... I mean, shit, they were in a fucking fish tank. They saw everything, that crazy little girl that was screaming when she was getting her teeth cleaned or some shit. They saw saw everything. But anyway, all right, so go ahead. I'm done with with finding Nemo at the moment. Okay, so there is a theory that um, finding Nemo is actually about the five stages of grief. So if you remember at the beginning of the movie, Marlon's wife and all of the eggs except for one are eaten. Um, and the, so the theory, unless, unless it wasn't the only one that was eaten or the only one that wasn't eaten. Okay. Okay. So all the, all Marlon's wife, all the eggs are eaten except for one. Right. Unless it was. It was also eaten. Oh, boy. So the theory argues that the movie is about Marlon dealing with the five stages of grief, which are denial, anger, bargaining, despair, and finally acceptance. No. Nemo. So Marlon doesn't want Nemo to go to school, gets angry with him for swimming too far, believes he can rescue his son. He sees him get flushed at, right. the, at the dentist's office. And then finally decides to let go and accept his son, or in this theory, the loss of Nemo. Okay. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. I know. Honestly, okay. It is, it's likely, you know, because a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you can hallucinate, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, Dory wasn't doing too well herself. I mean, Mm -hmm. humans experimented on her, so... (laughs) She might have been hallucinating too. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but <Escape. laughs> funny. Kind of looks like the word escape. <laughs> God, I love that movie. You could read? Oh, yeah, that's right. I could I told you I know every fucking word in that movie. Uh, we have to watch it cuz uh, yeah, anyway. So it, it kind of saddens me to think about that mm-hmm. that Nemo never existed and the cause that they were fighting for was him just dealing with his grief yeah because you know what like finally he's like i can do this dad when he's in the net because he wants to help all the fish like swim down you know and he finally lets go Mm that's a lot to to, there's a lot to unpack there it's a lot to process Mm -hmm. yeah i don't want to believe it's true but it could be yeah i mean when you think about it like if somebody loses a loved one, mm-hmm. five stages of grief could include them seeing that person. Yeah. And doing things for that person. And, oh, boy, I don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. 
That's a, that was a that was a rough one, yeah. Danielle. Oh, sorry. I like it, but it was a rough one. I feel like my childhood is like, no. no. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so Finding Nemo. So we mentioned animals begin to be more curious and carry more humanistic characteristics because of humans capturing them and experimenting on them. Got it. That leads us to 2007. What came out in 2007? Do- I, I just saw the paper. Okay, Ratatouille. never mind. <laughs> Ratatouille. So in Ratatouille, Remy discovers his love for cooking and displays human characteristics. Remy the rat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remy the rat. Remy the rat. RTR. Some of them are walking on his hind paws, cleaning his hands, reading, and cooking. This is the first time we see personal interaction between human and animal, but it is for the purpose of controlling humans. Remy controls Linguini because Linguini does not know how to do anything. We see that Remy's rat clan does not approve of the humans and feels both fear and hate towards them. Mm. Okay. Is this all coming together, you think? Or are you still a little skeptical of it? I could see it, but I don't know. I'm not 100% sold. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, three years later, we're going to get to our next movie. Can Mm -hmm. you guess the movie? What year are we in? 2010. Any guesses? Yeah? Mm. No? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Toy Story 3. D- damn it. How did you know? D- it was I right? Yeah. Oh, you were right. <laughs> you were like 100%. That was like a, was like a whole ass guess. Like, yeah, I, like, no, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you were 100% right. Okay. Toy Story 3. Okay. So another three years later, toys have gone through a lot with humans. Okay. Mm. If you've seen the movie, you can tell why most of the toys have just had it. Being abused physically and emotionally They're by like, humans. Fuck these humans. Yeah, they just use you and abuse you and then just leave you for dead at this point. Mm. Lotso the Huggin' Bear oh, straight up. Dick. That's the one I was yeah, talking about. He straight up hates humans because they use and discard toy objects like they're nothing. So he starts trying to take care of his own kind. This provides yet another reason why machines and objects alike are ready to take over. Carl and Ellie write to Andy. You remember who Carl and Ellie are? They're from Up. Bam. Carl and Ellie write to Andy telling him to get rid of his toys because they know the animosity between toys and humans coming ahead. And that's why they are planning on living in solitude. I have a theory on Up. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Hit me with your best shot. Why don't you? I mean, okay, is it? I mean, you're like, wow, is it coming into fruition here? But why would Carl and Ellie write a letter to Andy? That's where I'm at. You'll have to see. You want to go with up? And yeah, I'll, I'll, tell I'll go you with my up. Theory. You want to? Are you sure? <clears throat> yeah. All right. So this leads us to 2011 to 2016 with the movie Up. Mm-hmm. So Carl is forced to give up his house to a corporation, or BNL, which is known as Buy In Large. So okay. buy the let the letter N and then large. Yeah, is that like BJ's and Costco it, buying in yeah, bulk? Yeah, yeah, okay. basically, okay. because they are expanding the city. So he has to sell his house. They're expanding the city. 
this is foreshadowing in and of itself. This is foreshadowing something, which is that this corporate corporation. Oh, <laughs> corporation. <laughs> this corporation. This corporation is the cause for polluting the earth and wiping out life in the distant future as a result of technology overreach. Wait. There's more. There's more. (laughs) Carl discovers that animals can communicate with humans and sees the bitterness that they have. Charles Muntz effectively trains an army of dogs. This is the start of the tipping point between animals and humans. Years later... The uprising between animals and humans begins. Who do you think won that war? Animals. We'll see. Okay. So go ahead with your up- <laughs> let's go ahead with your up conspiracy so my theory. Up theory is very short. <clears throat> so the theory is is that the famous opening ten minutes of the movie is actually Carl's life flashing before his eyes before he passes away. So what that he basically he's he's dead throughout the entire movie. So his life is flashing before his eyes, which I'm going to shout out Pixar real quick for the simple fact that they actually acknowledged if if you pay attention as a kid, you probably were like, I mean, I wasn't a kid during when up came out, but like if you pay attention, they actually are like they acknowledge a miscarriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, a lot of respect for us. A lot of respect. So, uh, yeah, his life flashes before his eyes and the rest of the journey through the afterlife in order to be reunited with his, with his true love, Ellie. Heaven looks like paradise, paradise falls. Cause of course it does. Right. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> Russell, the little boy is mm-hmm. actually an angel sent to escort Carl to the other side. He's, anno- that, he's annoying as fuck. God damn it, that little shit. <clears throat> but, but it's like it's like Mushu, though. Yeah. <laughs> I am the great stone dragon. It's always the little annoying ones that mm-hmm. are like your helpers. Yeah. Shit. I mean, that's believable. Mm-hmm. It really is because, sh- I mean, the name of the fucking movie is Up. Uh, up. Up. Uh. The funny thing is, when I was doing this research and I was talking about, I was like reading about up. I was like, (laughs) if it's up, then it's up. Okay, yeah. No, I mean that could be true. Could be. Life flashes before his eyes. He's on his way. There's talking dogs. Come on. No, but he. Think about it. He is in the human universe. Talking animals don't exist in the human mm-hmm. universe, mm-hmm. nor do talking objects or anything like that. So there's he really very good, well. There's a really good up short with um that dog and Carl. Oh, what was okay. the dog's name? I don't remember. I saw it. Oh my okay, god, yeah. I loved it. And he, there was like hot dogs and stuff, and he went to the factory and was eating all the hot dogs. And yeah, yeah. No, seriously, I I that could coincide with the Pixar theory, though. It could. I'm just saying. A thousand percent. Let's continue then. Continue on. So this leads us after we talk about up and which occurred between 2011 and 2016. This brings us to 2100 and 2200 cars. You know, I've never seen cars. What? 
I know. <gasps> Lightning McQueen? Mater? Yeah, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I've seen bits and pieces because of my nephews, Daniel. but like I've never sat down and watched Oh it. my God. Cars is amazing. And I don't like NASCAR. Fuck that. Yeah, I think that's all. <laughs> I didn't no, watch it. I don't like NASCAR, but Cars was amazing. Okay. And Cars, Cars, too. So it, I got to watch it. Brave and Cars. Got it. Okay. Yeah, you're slacking for sure. Okay. So we're going to talk about Cars. I'm sorry if you don't get any of this, but you've seen bits and pieces. I've so maybe you'll pieces, piece it together. Yeah. Just like Brave. My, my oldest nephew, who's 15, uh-huh. for his second birthday, I had a Cars birthday party for him at the house. And you didn't even fucking know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll make an exception. Okay. All right. So this is leading into when animals rose up against the humans to stop the pollution, the machines saved the humans and they won the war. Mm, Okay. Finding Nemo. Okay. um, Finding Nemo. But I've got another movie in mind. But you keep going. Okay. However, since machines helped humans win, it tipped the balance on Earth. So machines, or B&L, by and large, had to send the remaining humans off into space on a ship called Axiom. Now, you might be like, what the fuck is Axiom? I Isn't haven't... that the ship that they're on in Wally? Yeah. Okay. So I just in case anybody has any questions, I'm just I have a short description of what exactly Axiom is. So the Axiom is not only one of the locations seen in Wally, but it is also one of the countless Starliner spacecrafts built by the by and large corporation to evacuate humanity to space while Earth, that was overwhelmed by trash due to mass con- consumerism, was cleaned by the BNL's machines, trash compactor robots called Wallys, and huge mobile. I said mobile. Whoa. Mobile, mobile (laughs) incinerators. So that's just a little background on the Axiom. So humans were sent away on the Axiom. Yeah. Bam. You know, I just saw Wally for the first time like a year or two ago. You want me to be honest with you? I've never watched Wally. (gasps) Oh my God. You have to watch Wally. Wally. No, you have to watch with for as little dialogue as there is in that movie you just feel it okay it's a really good movie all right so you've got two movies you gotta watch Mm -hmm. i've got one okay we got a lot of work to do okay so anyway so that you know humans were shipped off into space on axiom all of the other machines were left behind to populate the world and run things but how do we know that cars took over the earth and not another planet like mars yeah okay or whatever the fuck kind of planet you want to name off. Okay. Well, Pluto. this leads <laughs> us to 2100 to 2200, which is Cars 2. Never saw it. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't seen the first one. Jesus, Danielle. So I got three. <laughs> so in Cars 2, cars go to Europe and Japan, which shows that it's the same planet as all of the other Pixar movies. Mm. It also shows that there are no humans throughout the world. The world at this time ends up with an energy crisis as oil is the only energy used for cars. Mm. Alanol Corporation was using green energy as a catalyst for a fuel war in order to turn cars away from alternative energy sources. That clean fuel could have been used to swiftly wipe out many of the cars. 
Al-Anon was run by B&L, once again, by and large, if you forget, which eventually polluted the whole earth due to its use of oil. The whole world becomes unfit to sustain life. Which would lead us then into Monsters, Inc. No. No, okay. Wally. Come on, Wally. Wally. Okay. What the fuck? (laughs) Okay. Well, I thought we already talked about Wally. Got it. We we talked about it, it, but we didn't talk about it. (laughs) So this leads us into the years 2800 to 2900, Wally. Oh, my God. Which apparently Danielle really loves Wally. So. It's funny. It's sad. It's emotional. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So because of the consumption of oil, the overly excessive consumption of oil by cars, that leads us to, you know, Wally. Wally. Mm-hmm. So cleaning up. Yeah. So Earth has become become uninhabitable for hundreds of years due to BNL. Mm-hmm. The corporation took over the world or governments starting in the 1950s. Wally is the only machine left on Earth after it ran out of resources. He survived because he is fascinated with human culture and also his friendship with a cockroach, mm-hmm. which helped maintain his personality and fulfillment. Yep. Robots or machines on Axiom, having left Earth centrally, centuries earlier, show that machines develop a sense of purpose out of the human's dependence on them. Wally is a robot Jesus. That's what they call him. <laughs> I'm over here like, oh, okay, yeah, a robot Jesus. He's, he is robot he's, Jesus. He is robot Jesus. Which, <laughs> so he's a robot Jesus, and he and his love, the appropriately named Eve... Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they save the human race and start a new beginning on Earth again. During the credits of Wally, we see the shoe that contains the last plant the last of plant life. Mm-hmm. It grows into a mighty tree. Mm-hmm. Do you know where we're going from here? A bug's life. Nice! I'm um, really? Yeah. I don't a bug's life. So this Holy leads us shit. into okay, okay. A bug's tw- life. 2898 yeah. to, to the year 2898 to 3000. A bug's life. So that same plant that we see in Wally grew to be the tree in a bug's life. No. Yeah. You don't remember the shoe? No, I do, but. Yeah. Insects have a longer lifespan in a bug's life. Prior to Wally, an ant can last just three months. However, in a bug's life, these ants all survive an entire summer and allude to being around for quite some time. One ant states that he feels 90 again. This indicates that ants are sturdier as a result of evolution and mutated genes. Another ant tells Flick not to leave the island because there are snakes, birds, and bigger bugs out there. They do not mention humans because there are very few human hum, <laughs> humans. <laughs> there are very few humans to make it dangerous enough for insects to worry about. However, one kid did allegedly pick the wings off of the homeless bug. Later in the distant future, animals start evolving into the dominant species. Is wow. it coming into fruition now? 
Slowly but surely. Are you still unsure? A little. All right. Tell me what you're thinking. I don't know. You know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay. A Bug's Life came out. Like, the fact that Pixar had to. Like, they if they thought about all of this in advance. Because A Bug's Life was, like, one of the first Pixar movies to come out. It was one of my favorites. Yeah, wasn't, A Bug's Life is probably my favorite Pixar movie. Didn't Ants come out at the same time? Yeah, too? Ants and A Bug's Life were kind of one. In, they kind of reminded me of each other. Honestly, yeah. they're both like yeah. my favorite because they're both kind of similar. But yeah, they yeah. came out around the same time. I was believe Ants, was Ants Pixar or was that DreamWorks? Shit, Ants might. I think Ants was DreamWorks. You, okay, I think it was. Okay, because I was like, Shit. why did Pixar come out with two bug movies? Like one right after the other. I don't know. Yeah, I think I. I'll have to look, but I, I think you're right. I think Ants is definitely a DreamWorks movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But to really think that, like, okay, they came out with The Bug's Life. Again, one of the first Pixar movies, if yeah. not the first Pixar right, movie. Right. And then to, to intertwine all of these. I mean, you've got Brave, Finding Nemo, WALL-E, like, Up. You've got all of these movies intertwining with right. each other. I don't know. I think it's strange, though, when you think about it, the connection that these movies have. I mean, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, maybe it is just a wild conspiracy theory. There, I'll get into Pixar's statements as far as this is concerned later. Okay. But, um, based off of the the theory and everything that's happened in all of these movies, even if I haven't seen them, I've done so much research on them. I feel like I have, but at the same time, it's like you know there are so many similarities and it, every it kind of makes sense to me you know but who knows maybe it is just a theory yeah what do you guys think like our listeners just this, like <laughs> somebody one day decided that they were just gonna try and connect everything together on like a reddit post or something like i could see it being like that but then i can but there are connections like how we discussed last time, like Boo being the witch. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, yeah, you know? we're going to get into that again, so. yet again. And I think that that is actually one of the biggest connections. And I didn't realize it when we did the last episode, but it 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 it's kind of making sense at this point. Okay. But I'll get into all of that as well. So this leads us to the years forty five hundred to five thousand. Okay. Monsters University, Monsters University, which, if you remember, came out after Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Yeah. So hundreds of years after Wally, animals started changing due to radiation caused by B&L. By and large, the motherfuckers cause a lot of shit, okay? Mm. These animals evolved into monsters and accidentally wipe humans off of the face of the uh, off the face of the planet. Whoops. Monsters University was founded in 1313. This is dated using the monster's calendar, not the human calendar. And it shows that it took place almost 1,400 years after A Bug's Life. At, okay. at Monsters University, they falsely taught the monsters that humans were toxic and from another dimension. This was because monsters were worried about being erased from existence and altering history. Okay. Which is all very true. Okay. All right. So, this leads us into our last and final movie, 
kind of, I mean, giving an exception here. 4,500 or 5,000, which is when, Monster in the same time, Inc. like, Monster Timeline, Monsters, Inc. came out. Okay. So, in Monsters, Inc., monsters and machines didn't realize their mistake of getting rid of humans until it was too late. They eventually realized that humans were their source of energy and needed to sustain life. Like, they needed humans to sustain life. Yeah, they needed their screen. Yeah. So, Machines helps solve that by letting monsters use doors to time travel to human generations. Scare kids, steal their screams, bring it back for energy. Got it. This leads us to Boo. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's my favorite. I'm honestly, Boo is like the icon of all of the movies. All we can do is think about Boo. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this leads us to Boo. Boo is one of the more important characters according to the Pixar theory timeline. Like this whole Pixar theory timeline, Boo is important. Mm -hmm. In Monsters, Inc., she learns about the future and how there are doors that are the key to how she found Solly. Kitty. Kitty. And And a key part of time travel. So, you know, Boo was like the first human to really like discover or even try to would, would ex, not experiment but um explore. explore yeah she tried to explore she was the only human out of any of the humans in monsters inc to actually explore and try to figure this shit out mm-hmm. so that being said it is therefore reasonable to assume that she may have traveled back in time at some point and became the witch from brave i mean the, the whole pixar theory supports my brave Slash Monsters, Inc. conspiracy theory from last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. It and does. she had a carving of Sully. I Boo. know. She had a carving. Boo had a Sully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely... I don't know. It's out there. I, you I think I went through a I hole? But I do think that... Um, I, d- I mean, there's always connections in these movies. Like, whether you see... They, they call them Easter eggs. Yeah, they're Easter eggs. But there's always these connections. And, like, so many people are... Wouldn't, how fucking cute would it be if they made a short on mm-hmm. on Boo and, and Sully reuniting? Like, even God, if she's the they would the make witch, so much Jesus. money fucking Christ. okay so let me let me let me i think that this theory is pretty cool i think it's oh, pretty yeah. accurate no, i think it's really cool i think it's pretty pretty decently accurate mm-hmm. so even if like let's say that you know what did we say a bug's life let's say that was the per- first pixar movie which yeah. i'm pretty sure the I'm, dinosaur the good dinosaur the good dinosaur was it's that? not the p- first pixar okay. movie no okay well do you want to talk about a movie that's a roller coaster of emotions get the fuck away from me okay okay so so look i get that you know maybe originally pixar was like yeah let's come out with this movie i think it'd be a great movie yeah bug's life but which i mean it was a great movie i love bug's life okay but in all reality you know all of these movies came out maybe pixar had an idea like why I don't understand another reason why all of these movies would be so connected yeah. in the way that the timeline went. Mm-hmm. 
And I understand that some movies came out in our life in the on this human earth. Mm-hmm. I know that they came out in 1990, 1997, 99, whatever year. And then you have a movie that might may have come out in 2007. Yeah. But maybe they didn't think about that. Maybe they didn't think about that they wanted all these movies to be connected, but they were thinking about, hey, let's connect all these movies and just fuck the human generation up. Boom. Mic drop. I mean, by and large, mm-hmm. them fuckers are in a lot of the Pixar movies. Yeah. Why? They are. Well, they're, they're the, connected. They're the ones they're the that reason. polluted the earth. Yeah. So, okay. But, give me, so, give me but, all your thoughts. But then, okay. So here's my thing with this Pixar theory. So it doesn't seem that every Pixar movie that has come out is part of the theory. You didn't talk about, you didn't talk about Frozen. You didn't talk about Tangled. You didn't talk about the good dinosaur. Um, are those all Pixar? Yeah. Tangled and Frozen are Pixar? Are you sure? Or are they just Disney? I think they're just Disney. The good dinosaur was the first Pixar. And in, in, in the other research that I did, mm-hmm. the good dinosaur was included in it. But before Brave? Yes, before Brave. But that was the pre-existence of any human life so are tangled and frozen i mean i'm pretty sure they're just disney i'll have to look at it yeah no i don't you know what i think you're right yeah no the the beginning sure yeah i I mean i think i'm sure but the beginning like at the beginning you always see that thing jumping that light bulb jumping you don't see that those are disney movies why would brave i haven't ever seen brave but why would brave be i don't know so i was talking to jeff earlier Uh and he said that brave and pixar are connected like they're basically the same thing i never thought that i thought pixar was its own thing and disney was its own thing so you said that brave and pixar are connected i'm sorry disney disney and Pixar? pixar i'm sorry disney and pixar are connected that's what he said he was like they're one half dozen the other True. I mean, you go to Disneyland, they have a normal Disney side where like you kind of have like Beauty and the Beast, Alice in Wonderland, all those kind of things. And then you just walk across the park and you walk into the Pixar area. Okay. Where they have the cars, the rides, the, you know, everything that's Pixar related. And you see those like yellow, you know, that ball, what movie is it in? And it's yellow and blue, and it has like a red star on it. Fuck, what movie is that? Oh shit! Is it Toy Story? Is it Toy Story? I think it's Toy Story. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, So. So I think that um they're connected, but not every movie has Pixar, you know, in the opening credits. Okay. Um, Okay. And I definitely don't think that Brave nor Tangled have have it. Okay. I don't think so. I'll double check and I'll do my research no, I on think, that. I think I misspoke. I Now that I'm really thinking about it, I think Tangled and Frozen are... I'm sorry. I said Brave. Tangled um, and Frozen. Are um, Disney. Just Disney. Just Disney. I'll have to look into their connection, though. Like, when does Pixar actually do that thing? The little light bulb jumping on the... When a Bug's Life <laughs> came out. Right. But, like, in what movies? Because some movies that... If Disney and Pixar are related, then the I want to know why. Yeah, they're the same. Well, it's Disney's Pixar. All right. This is confusing. <laughs> I give... I fucking give up. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. That's it. Okay. I know we have one more conspiracy theory. Yeah. And... It's not Pixar. It's not Pixar. It's Disney. Love Disney. Mm-hmm. Love okay. Disney. I love Pixar, too. What mm-hmm. do you got? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty, beauty and the beast. Beauty and the beast. beast. Okay. The beast. 
<laughs> I love Beauty and the Beast so much. Okay, so theory. In Beauty and the Beast, a beautiful enchantress curses the young prince for his terrible behavior. The enchantress, I can't say that word tonight. The enchantress. The enchantress. You could just say enchantress, like I said, Poisidon. Poisidon. (laughs) Says that the beast will have till his 21st year to break the spell and only when he learns to love and someone loves him. However, theory suggests that the enchantress meant that he'd only have 21 whole years to fix it. Not until he turned 21. Okay. If that is the case, Odd. the be- beast would be much older than Belle and would have had a lot of time to kill. To kill? Many commenters agree that this makes sense based on his behavior. He was a little weird. So the beast mentions losing hope and seems to have a room set up for a woman's arrival. The theory implies that the beast had tried several times to find a woman to love him and failed for years, making his shock over Belle's acceptance that much more understandable. Hmm. Several fans support this idea, seeing as there's a wardrobe with women's dresses in it waiting for Belle. That's true. Moths even fly out of it. Damn. Suggesting they were purchased a while ago. The theory also notes that the servants were unhappy because they hadn't served anyone in 10 years when the beast stopped trying to bring women back to his castle. Oh, shit. The most gruesome part of the theory is what happened to the women that the beast did try to woo. In the Beauty and the Beast film, the audience sees that the beast is ready to throw Belle into the dungeon if she doesn't obey him. He even screams at her to starve if she won't eat dinner with him. It's true. These moments suggest this happened many times in the past, and each time a girl failed to meet his expectations, he let them starve. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That took it. That took a whole left it's turn. It's dark. <laughs> Shit. You didn't, you didn't tell us this was going to be a dark-ass oh, theory. Sorry. It's a dark theory. <laughs> This is ruining my childhood. So the theorists also suggest that a woman may have killed herself at one point. They state that this was when he stopped trying to capture women and woo them. Many in the thread can see where this might be the case and maybe some darker aspects of the original tale snuck into the movie. After all, some have theorized that the original story was designed to encourage young women to marry and ease their fears about marrying an older man. Oh, boy. It's possible the sentiment made it into Disney's Beauty and the Beast, even if unintended. Okay. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, it, it it is just a theory. Yeah. Even if many fans like the idea, Disney certainly didn't intend to make the Beast a murderer. Well, clearly, he didn't murder her. That would be irredeemable. Having bad taste in guys is one thing, (laughs) but falling for a serial killer is another. So, what do you guys think of the theory? The Beast has killed many women before. I mean, uh, okay. I mean... (sighs) Why does he have a wardrobe of women's clothing? Because he's waiting for the arrival of a woman. And do you think that he has the same type in women? 
being that the wardrobe fit Belle? Mm, maybe. I didn't think about that. It, it does make sense. A little bit. He it has does. a whole, like, fucking he cell. He has a room set up. You know, he has... Yeah, he's got a whole room set up. A wardrobe. You know, brushes and mirrors and, you know... And all kinds of things. And, like, he's waiting for a woman to come and break this spell. Right. And l- let's kind of rewind back to when he was cursed. Mm-hmm. He had till his 21st year. That didn't mean his 21st birthday. birthday. Otherwise, yeah. it would have said his 21st birthday. Who knows how old he was when mm-hmm. he got cursed. So, that being said, fast forward to when Belle was in his m- mansion. Mm-hmm. Castle. Castle. Yeah, castle. Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they're mansions nowadays, but castle, mansion, whatever the fuck you want to call it. If you think about all of the utensils and all of the clocks and everything, they were all like, we haven't been able to serve anybody. Like, they were super excited because they had been pretty much mm-hmm. useless. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. The theory is 10 years. Oh, boy. So, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Shit. was he just prepared for like, well, if somebody stumbles across my castle, but a woman... Maybe she can break the spell. Let me get this room ready. Or has he tried to, has he wooed, how, how do you, how does a beast woo women back to his castle? Well, I mean, well, how did he do it to Belle? She went to take his father's, her father's place. Yeah, but maybe he did that shit to other women. Maybe he had a way to lure them in. Okay. Think about that. He, maybe he had a way, maybe something he took her or something in general, lured them into his castle. Mm-hmm. Nobody's answering. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Well, there's a fucking clock that talks. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love the fucking song when they're dining her, okay? Be our guest. Be our guest. Put, Put a service to the test. test. Tie your napkin round your neck, Sherry, and we provide the rest. Nice. Okay. All right. (laughs) I don't know. That theory, I mean, I don't, I'm 50-50 on it. Oh, he's a fucking murderer. Okay. All right. Well, then maybe we're. He killed Gaston. No, he didn't. Did he? It's been a while. No, he, maybe he did. Shit. It was either him or Belle. That killed Gaston. Shit. Or did he just... Or was it the... Call? Weren't there like wolves or some shit? Maybe. It might have been wolves. <laughs> we need to watch Beauty and the Beast again. Good Maybe. lord. Maybe. This is what happens. All right. Anyway. Well, I well, liked your Pixar theory. She doesn't um, believe it. Let me know if you no, guys believe it. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. I think I need to wrap my head around it a little more. I need to read your notes. Oh, you and maybe and maybe go notes. down like a rabbit hole of my own on the Pixar. Theory. Well, I also have a whole different set of notes on the Pixar theory, but it was super, super in depth, which would have been probably three hours long. So, oh, I didn't. I don't have time for that tonight. No, me neither. I have pneumonia. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. Stop it! I have pneumonia. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you guys thinks about. 
Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> you can't talk. Let us know what you guys think about tonight's episode. Think, let and, me know what you guys think about the Pixar theory. Okay. Um, all the other theories, Beauty yeah. and the Beast, Monster, whatever, Daniel yeah. up. And do, you think, do you think Carl died? Do you think Carl fucking died? In the first 10 minutes of the movie? Did Carl die? Do you think Jesse's uh, uh, previous girl was Jesse? Uh, Andy's mom? Jesse? Um, <laughs> and do you think uh, Nemo was dead the whole time? And Marlon just going through the five stages of grief. No big deal. Let us know. We all deal with grief in different ways. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That concludes tonight episode. <laughs> tonight episode. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bitches and Stitches. I'm one of your hosts, Danielle. <laughs> and I'm Lou. And we'll catch you on the motherfucking, motherfucking slip and slide. slide. Bye. Bye. <laughs>